You're listening to Wake Up Springfield with Alex Bryant, Chris Russell, News Director Don Luzader, and Producer Cass Bowen-Anderson on 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. You're listening to Wake Up Springfield, and this is a very, very special segment, not only because it's featuring somebody that I admire greatly, a dear friend, State Representative Hannah Kelly, but also... Because there is a massive announcement that she has for us this morning. First off, good morning, Representative Kelly. Welcome back to the show. Oh, good morning, Cass, the person who spoke so eloquently the other night that I was sitting over there tearing up, thinking about where did the time go and how proud you make me. Thank you so much. I was so excited that you got to be there. And I'm so excited, first of all, because you we're one of the lady leaders, you and my mother-in-law, Sonia Anderson. You guys are trailblazers in the pro-life movement, both contributing so greatly to the heartbeat bill and being a huge part of the reason why six minutes after Roe v. Way was overturned, we were able to, as a state of Missouri, be the first completely abortion-free state um, to, yes. to, to, to be in the, in the nation. So thank you for your work on that, and um, you inspire me all the time. Well, thank you very much. You do have a good mother-in-law, i got to say. I do. I'm pretty partial. (laughs) So take it away. I just want to give you the floor to tell the listeners why you wanted to be on today and what your announcement is. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, Those who know me know that I have been in a big decision-making process this summer as I'm termed out of the house. Time flies while you're having fun and working hard. And I filed the papers yesterday to reorganize my campaign committee to run for Senate to, Lord willing, be able to earn the trust of the voters and replace Justin Brown in 2026. So, sounds like a long way from now, but... But it's not, is it? We know. (laughs) A lot of work to do. It's a minute in, in the political world and the work to do and the voters to reach and the trust to earn. And I look forward to visiting with the voters of 16th District and... And telling and telling the story of why I'd like the chance to work. Well, and um, I just you know me. I'm I'm passionate about making sure that people are heard and making sure that rural Missouri isn't forgotten. And I figure there is no better reason to ask for the chance to be a voice in the Senate for my people. Absolutely, and I personally couldn't think of anybody better for the job. And just so everybody knows, you're not trying to unseat Justin Brown, you are running correct, to correct. be his successor, correct? Correct. And so the reorganizing of the committee allows me to do fundraising, right? And allows me to begin that work and, and put notes to the grindstone there, but also just allows me to be able to, of course, freely talk about what's going on and where, where I would like to head and the opportunity that I would like to seek um, to just continue to make sure that Missouri is the best place to call home, because I personally believe that it is. Absolutely. And talk to us a little bit about some of the reasons that you decided to jump into this, some of your legislative priorities that you want to accomplish in the Senate versus what you could have done in the House. Kind of talk us through that. So anybody who's watched me knows that I care deeply about our kids. I care about our kids on in all aspects of of government in regards to whether we're talking about education, uh, whether we're talking about foster care, whether we're talking about uh, quite frankly, the taxes that Missouri families, um, you know, have to pay at the end of the day and the issue of child care, making sure that um, that we have answers in these conversations 
that are focused on small government and are focused on, I told somebody the other day, I said, to me, good government is making sure that we're giving the moms and the dads back their, some of their hard-earned money to be able to invest in their future because they're going to invest better than we ever will. And I believe that. I'll always believe that. And I think that the tax relief we've been able to see um, during my seven years in the House points to that fact. Um, and, but, but my priorities are very straightforward. Making sure that our families aren't forgotten, making sure that our religious freedoms are protected, making sure that folks have the opportunity to have their own piece of the American dream. You know, I've spent 15 years in the real estate industry, and now I own a small real estate company with my sister in Mountain Grove. And every day we work with families who come here from all across the country, and they want a place where they can live and work in freedom, literally. They don't want the overregulation in California. They don't want the overregulation in Minnesota, and the list goes on and on. And just taking those steps to make sure that our families are strong, because if Missouri's families are strong, then Missouri's going to be strong. Absolutely. And it really is that simple. And it doesn't mean that government has to be big. It doesn't mean that government has to know everything, because government doesn't know everything, so we shouldn't act like it does. And I think it's important to have people in positions of influence and service, such as the 16th Senate District that um, that understands that and lives that every day in everyday life and is ready to take that common sense approach to um, the Senate floor. Absolutely. And you mentioned it's Senate District 16. Can you tell our listeners um, where they live if they are in your district, the listeners that need yes. to know about you? Yes, Denton County, Laclede County, Marys County, Phelps County, Pulaski, and Wright County. So as everybody knows, we just got through with the redistricting back, I guess, a couple of years ago now. And um, so that, of course, changed us from Senator Carla Esslinger's district to now Senator Justin Brown's district in the home county that I live. Um, for those wondering, you know, some people have said, well, how, you know, how does Wright County fit in all the way up to Phelps? And that's it, it, because of the redistricting. Um, and I've been very blessed to have friends all along that corridor over the years and just looking forward to getting out and visiting with folks and, and again, asking for the trust and the opportunity to continue service in a broader field for a larger group of people who I love very much. Absolutely. And you still have a few more sessions under your belt before the oh, big election. Oh, one, yeah. right. One. And you, um, yeah. you are not going to quit now. You're going to finish strong in your time as a state representative. Talk to us a little bit about what you, um, see, uh, coming up for your last session. Yes. Um, so I'm chair of children and families. We already had an interim committee where we're talking about the number of foster kids and, and what we're doing, um, there sure that our foster system is working right and well for our children and for the families of Missouri that need the resources there, uh, making sure that we're serving them well and uh, not further traumatizing kids, mm -hmm. right, because of decisions uh, that government makes. Making sure that operations are efficient. Government was never intended to be a parent. And we need to make sure that these kids have permanency and have the chance to, um, to have a, a wonderful life. And so my additional priorities are going to be just making sure that at every opportunity, if we can have tax relief, we have it. Making sure that we're working with our local communities. Um, you know, one thing I'm really, really interested in is the implementation of Senate Bill 190. Um, making sure that what needs to be done gets done there so that our seniors can see property tax relief. Um, I think that's a huge discussion that 
that well, we have to have this year. Um, lots of work to do. And, of course, um, we're willing that the speaker will let me finish strong as my final year in the budget committee in the House. I've been on the budget committee with Cody Smith for seven years, and we always have a lot of work to do there. And that touches every facet of government, which is one of the reasons I so appreciate the privilege uh, to be in that position. Yeah, and you mentioned the property tax relief for seniors. We only have about a minute left here, but can you speak to that for a minute? Are you guys looking at revising that or clarifying that? Because um, we've had a few people on the show who have had um, a lot to say about the way that that's been worded. Yes, so there's many differing opinions. And you know me, Cass, I'm a very... I have a very plain view of things. Some people might say it's a little too plain, but that's okay. Um, I simply believe that every chance we get to put taxpayer money back in the pocket of taxpayers, we need to do that. Um, And that, to me, is good government. People figuring out how it works, right, to make sure that if we can put it back and still run efficient government, that we do that. Um, I am being told from people... I'll just put it this way, people smarter than me, um, that there is work to be done, right, to make it to where it actually makes sense for, um, for the operation, from the operational standpoint. Right. And so the deal is that, uh, the deal is that we've got some operational work to do, some cleanup work to do is what I'm being told, to make sure that it can be efficiently ran. And... I believe that we'll find that the members are ready to do that because everyone believes that our senior citizens deserve the right to have that relief if it's possible. And I believe that we are starting to see a pathway to that relief. Um, And with good communication, it can happen. um, But we cannot. I refuse to allow myself and the vote that I have for my people to be in the position of not having the conversation. We have got to have the conversation, figure out what needs to be figured out to make sure that we can move forward and implement it because, you know, Lord willing, we're all going to be senior citizens someday. Mm -hmm. And it's real easy when you're not tapping into that tax credit to say, um, well, we don't have the capability to do this. Right. I think we owe it to our future self, but we owe it to the people who made Missouri what it is today for us to, to enjoy and live and work in. We owe it to them to get this figured out and get this done and, and, I'm ready to have the conversations. But as far as particular details, I do not know what it is now, right now. But um, but we're going to be working on that and right. and making sure that we get it done. Well, Representative Kelly, thank you so much for being on this morning. You know, I adore you and I'm so excited for your next adventure as you um, look into running for State Senate, Senate District 16. And that election, folks, is going to be in 2026. But for now, she has another session under her belt as state representative. And we wish her all the best. And we're going to cheer her on. And uh, we just appreciate your time this morning. Cass, thank you so much. I look forward to what the future holds. Thanks a million. Absolutely. Guys, up next, we have Traffic with Don Lozader.